0: Hey, did you know that the True Girl Pajama Party Tour is getting ready to hit the road again? You are invited to join us in the most fun you and your daughter will have connecting with each other and with Jesus. Get your tickets for the Spring 2023 Tour at the link in our show notes or at mytruegirl.com.
1: Welcome to the True Girl MomCast, where we'll learn a lot, laugh a lot, and have biblical conversation about raising daughters because the struggle is real. But guess what? You, my friend, are not alone. I'm one of your hosts, Dana Gresh. My friends, Janet Milan and Channing McKenzie will join me in just a moment on today's episode of the True Girl MomCast. Here's the newsflash. Your child is not just like every other child. Hmm. (laughs) While you probably already knew that, you may not know that the Bible urges us to get to know our unique individual child in order to help them thrive in truth. And, well, Janet gives Shani and me some terrible parenting advice. Also, this disclaimer for a story coming up. Shani's son does not have attachment issues. <laughs> but on a more serious note, I'll share one of the most powerful prayer tools I have ever used. Used it since my kiddos were very small. And listen, if you are at all concerned about the issue of pornography and its availability and effect on your home and marriage, you need to stick around to the end because we have two events coming up in March. You don't want to miss those details. Let's dive in. Ladies,
2: I have index cards in my hands. Yeah, we see them. We see them. Very bright. And you don't know what's written on them, but I'm going to give each of you an index card. On the index card that you receive, there will be printed a quote about motherhood that I found on the internet where everything is true. Mm -hmm. And all (laughs) I want is your... Oh, it's a comedy show today. (laughs) You're... raw reaction like your initial gut reaction to the quote so uh shani i'm gonna give you this one look at it now Mm -hmm. and dana i'm gonna give you this one and i have one in front of me so shani why don't you start read your quote and then tell your reactions about it this is like you know people might look to the internet for advice about motherhood and how would they feel if they read this quote
0: Motherhood is the most important job in the world. I like right now. I just feel like everything caving in on my chest. I feel <laughs> a little bit of pressure there. <laughs> um, but a lot of people think that, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I mean, but reading this. I could imagine the anxiety that it might yeah. create. And you're going to feel <laughs> real pressure. fired
1: when they leave the house. Right. Like, like oh, after they're gone. And what's my life purpose <laughs> so then, now?
2: Hmm. And I wonder how a man reading that might feel. Right. Oh,
1: Fatherhood okay. well, <laughs> is absolutely. You don't really count. <laughs> right. I guess not. Thanks for being here. <laughs> all right. Dana, what's okay. yours? Mine is all I am or hope to be, I owe to my angel mother. Quiz time. Do you know who said that? Mm.
2: Abraham Lincoln said wow. that about his mother. How was his mother dead? That? His mother's dead now, yes.
1: No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I Did mean, when he, said it, when he said it. What oh. he said it like
1: mm. everything he was, she was perfect. and hoped to be. Yeah. And it's a lot of pressure to put on that mom, right? Yeah, I get it. God. Also, you know, you're looking to the wrong source if you look to your mom to be mm-hmm. the end all of all you am am, <laughs> am, I am. I am. I or hope to be like you because yeah. because if my kids look to me they're gonna be disappointed i'm mm-hmm. sinful and i am hurting them not intentionally but i've told them when mm. they were younger i'll pay for the therapy
2: yes yes that's good advice we could actually end the podcast there start saving now for therapy <laughs> right for now. your kids i'm gonna read one that i uh, is in front of me Says, Mom, you are my bank where I deposit all my fears and worries.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh <my> goodness. <laughs> also, wow. <love> <laughs>
2: these are great quotes. <laughs> you said the internet? This is the internet. Fun. Thank you for this. Yes, yes, the internet. And it was amazing mm-hmm. how many quotes I found that were like that. Yeah. They're like, Hey, motherhood, everything is on you. Yeah. And you are a superhero of everything. And mm-hmm. you are, there was one quote that was like, essentially, you are God. Wow. to your kids wow. like it was literally that so what do you think about all that Shani? I mean like
0: it makes sense just thinking about how much pressure moms feel um, to be that because these are the messages that are coming at them all the time right? and it's
1: <laughs> so and, unfair and the funny thing is all I feel like a lot of times the messages that are off on the internet have a little shred of truth in them mm-hmm. what we do matter so much we do mm-hmm. and God tells us it matters so much mm-hmm. right? and we should love it but that but we are not god. Perfection we are not. No, yeah. No. <laughs>
0: follow me as I follow Christ. No. <laughs> That's right. A wise man once said that. <laughs> right. right.
2: There's a lot of really like bad advice out there in the world for moms. Mm-hmm. As it turns out, the Bible is not one of those sources giving out bad well, advice. As it turns that. out, hmm. the Bible has some good advice. And today I think I might blow uh, our minds a little bit with a teaching that I stole from Dana Gresh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Dana, this may not it be to you. the teachings, you know, but I'm going to start with uh, the scripture snack with a little story about your son, Shanny. His name is Judah.
1: Oh, he is so
2: Jude. cute. Oh, thank he is adorable. You. He's already how, a lady old is killer. He, at this point? he is 6. He is 6 and Wait, he's Wait, when beautiful. when
0: people say like your child is cute, do you say thank you like I mean is that yeah, I always wondered Absolutely. about that because, it's like, I mean, I did go half on him, you, right. yeah, right? yeah. right. you know, right, okay.
2: right, yeah. I would okay. take, I would well, take at least you.
1: three quarters credit for that. Right. yeah. Okay. yeah.
2: Even my Perfect adopted daughter, I'm like, yeah, I yeah, will take some credit you. for that. <laughs> Absolutely, I'll take it all.
1: Continue, <laughs> <laughs>
2: sorry. So your son Judah. So mm-hmm. the other the other night, we were at a basketball game. Both of our daughters play in the same basketball team. Yeah, and your family was there. And you had to leave early. Mm-hmm. And so Judah was sitting beside me and your daughter Sarai was there. And then Ephraim, your husband, was down the end yelling about basketball. Not paying any attention at all no. to Judah. So, I don't <laughs> actually noticed that. I actually was there and I saw that.
1: Do you know no. where your son is?
2: <laughs> no. Uh-uh. So... Judah, you left, and Judah immediately just starts touching me. He's Mm. on his arms or stroking my arms, his hands. He's touching my nose. (laughs) He's got his hands up on my hat and my hair and just hanging on me, just holding on me, just Mm. like this, like, hey, like you left, and he just like latched on to me. And, you know, if I, if it was any other kid, I would have been like, okay, (laughs) (laughs) chill out, back (laughs) off. (laughs) I don't even know you, you know? Um, Yeah. And, but it was Judah. It was different yeah. because I know Judah, and yeah. I know he is a physical touch kind of guy. Mm-hmm. All day, I, so I just let him All hang day. on me. <laughs> I was talking to my other friend Ashley on my left, and Judah's here, just like touching my face, and you uh-huh. know, like, and I'm just like. She's like, is that okay? I was like, oh, yeah, it's fine. That's just <laughs> who he is. That's what he, he loves to. He's a
1: great hugger. Yes.
2: Oh. And uh, his, his little hands pat you on the back when he hugs you. It's adorable. <laughs>
1: They're there.
2: But I let him kind of hang on me and mm, just be that surrogate you. mom <laughs> position for a while because I knew that's how I could grow closer to Judah, mm. which is important to me because mm-hmm. he's your son, mm-hmm. right? And It takes a village yeah, and all the things. It was important to me. Um, mm-hmm. so as it turns out, scripture agrees with that mindset of wow. knowing somebody in order to grow closer to them. So, Dana, since as I said, I'm pretty much stealing this teaching from something I heard from you years ago. Wow. <laughs> I think it fitting. Can't wait to hear it. Um, yeah. What it is. yeah. I think
1: it fitting that you would read the focus scripture. It's Proverbs 22, 6. Oh, that is one of my favorites. Train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. Proverbs 22 6. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Let me say that I've known a lot of moms and dads who use that scripture as a source of hope as they pray for their wayward kids, their kids that they're mm-hmm. worried about. The kids are kind of going sideways and they're like, is this child ever going to walk a straight yeah. and narrow path, right. you know, with the mm-hmm. Lord? And that's great. Those parents are praying into the promise rather than con- constantly praying into the problem. Mm-hmm. So they pray into the promise rather than constantly obsessing and praying about the problem. So that's a little sidebar teaching oh, for you. So that's you. can good. take Bring As my mom would say, promise. you can take that to the bank. Yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. So Dana, something you and I have in common is that we love to geek out on the original language study of Scripture. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I kind of laugh because I'll do that deep study into a word, and it's like, oh. Well, that's cool. It kind of means exactly what it says. But other times (laughs) I do that deep study and it brings like a kind of a brand new mind-blowing revelation. Mm. And that's what we're going to do, I think, with Proverbs 22, 6. So train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he's old, he will not depart from it. The original word for train in that scripture is pretty cool because it carries a meaning of like dedication. Like it's saying, dedicate yourself to this, parents. Mm. Dedicate yourself to this. And the other word I want to focus on is the word Way. That original word is, well, spelled like the name Derek, but it's probably direct or
1: something. Yeah, or do.
2: Something guttural. Yeah. <laughs> no matter how you say it, <laughs> this is what it means. Listener, prepare to have your mind blown. Literally, it means my way or bent. So it was a Hebrew marksman's term. Hunters or soldiers of that day and age did not receive a standard issue bow and arrow with wires and dials to adjust it to the man. So if they wanted to have a bow and arrow, Mm -hmm. they went out and found their own piece of wood and crafted it carefully into a bow. Since each was made of different kinds of wood with varying strength and levels of moisture, it was likely that it took hours even days to learn that unique bent or tendency of the wood so a marksman could be accurate with it. Mm-hmm. So the word derech <laughs> or you want to say it refers to the process of learning the wood. Mm-hmm. So you get that, they would go out and they'd find the wood, and I'm sure they have preferences for what kind of wood they liked for their right. bow. And yeah. they were taught by their father and grandfather, or actually I guess I heard once that their mothers are the ones who mm-hmm. would teach them how right. to use the bow and arrow. But They would go out and find it, and then they would have to learn that wood Mm. to be the most effective marksman. Now, my husband and my oldest daughter like to shoot bow and arrow on occasion, and while they don't go out and make their own bow, it's a whole thing for them to adjust to the bow. Mm -hmm. Andy can't just pick up a bow Lucy uses and shoot accurately with it. It just doesn't work. There's an adjusting and a learning that happens first. And Dana, when I heard you teach this all these years ago, because it's been a while ago that I heard it, and it just stuck with me, you posed this idea. You said, it seems as though God is saying, I've got a specific way I'd like you to dedicate your child to follow.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But to be successful, you've got to know the unique strengths and qualities of your child. And mm-hmm. by the way, that's going to take some time. Yep, yes. <laughs> That's going to take that some part. time, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> And be thinking, because afterwards I want you guys to share some different ways that you learn the unique bow and uh, unique bend of your child. Mm -hmm. Um, But this is where I want to pause and celebrate the superpower of motherhood. So earlier we read those quotes, and they were like, mothers are basically God, and they're perfect, and they're responsible for everything. (laughs) And that's like the other end of the spectrum. But no thanks. But there is something (laughs) really powerful about moms. Mm -hmm. We have this tremendous gift as moms, that we can seemingly keep track of many things all at once. Mm-hmm. Like, we can do this, moms. No matter how many kids you have, you can do this. We've already been uniquely equipped for this very thing to notice our children, notice their unique bents, learn them and mm-hmm. who they are. While there are times we'll want to take our kids away for special times of getting to know them, we also are somehow able to, like, order pizza, tie a shoe, oversee a kid doing math, and wipe <laughs> tears from a crying face all the while noticing how each of these kids were uniquely made and how they process the world it really is Amazing. Yeah. Or
1: sit at a basketball game with a girlfriend's child, having a conversation with another girlfriend (laughs) while he explores your hairline. (laughs) Right. And no, this is totally okay. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's something we can do.
2: And I know a lot of moms complain like, oh, I I do everything. But I'm like, what a Mm -hmm. gift for the way God created us. It is. That we can do this. We don't need to hear this message of like learn your child and be entirely Mm -hmm. overwhelmed by it because we're already created and equipped to do this. This is what we do. Mm -hmm. We can Mm -hmm. keep track of all these things at once. Yeah. Somehow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And honestly, I don't know anyone else who can do that quite like a mom can. Mm -hmm.
0: And even in that learning, not getting overwhelmed with the fact that you're going to get it wrong sometimes. Like, oh, wait, I thought maybe the bent was this, but it seems like it's shaping up to be something different. Like, Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's okay. It's
0: okay.
2: Right. Yeah. It really is amazing. We can take joy in knowing that, you know what, we're already equipped for this. Mm -hmm. We're already equipped for this. And granted, I think it probably takes a little more strategy if you have one child – as opposed to like eight children. Like there has to be different ways of Mm -hmm. of doing it, Um, but we're equipped for it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the
1: things I heard recently, this is about the physiological and the structure of the brain. And um, there's a lot of science in the last maybe 20 years where they do brain scans that map the activity of a brain. Mm -hmm. And the best way I know to put it is there's a comedian named Mark Gunger who explains this physiological difference, but men tend to have what they call boxes of thought. And so when one part of the brain's firing up, it tends to be that part of the brain that's firing and every other part of the brain rests. Mm-hmm. And women, he describes it as like their brains are like spaghetti. Like Mm. everything is firing and it's all (laughs) intermingled and everything is lighting up. And like that, that, that's just an example. Like God made us that way. The benefit of the man, not man bashing here, but like they can be much more focused and thorough. My husband's a better problem solver than me Mm -hmm. because he'll just like dive into that space Mm -hmm. while I'm just like, and I'm doing this and I'm doing (laughs) that and I'm thinking this and I'm saying that. Um, We were equipped for this. God designed us differently. We are unique. Yes. It's
2: true. And our personalities definitely come into play and have different nuances with all of that. Mm -hmm. But I was speaking to a group of moms the other week, and I was like, this is amazing, guys. Mm -hmm. Look what we can do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Look what we just naturally can do. And some Mm -hmm. struggle with it more than others, but we can do this. So I thought of, you know, if you're a little overwhelmed, like, oh, how do I kind of keep track of my kid's personality? (laughs) Because, Mm -hmm. you know, life is busy. And maybe you're like, oh, yeah, which kid... Mm-hmm. What are they what are they into? I don't know.
1: Is <laughs> that one like chocolate chip cookies one? or they're allergic? Right. I I can't oh, remember. Shoot. That one can't mm. eat the peanuts. Uh, right. I
2: forgot. Okay. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> so this is just kind of a, a silly but fun way of taking note of your child's personality. Um, yeah. and that's to create an acrostic with their name. So an acrostic is when you create words out of the first out of the letters yeah. of a word. So like Lucy. It might be for her laughter. For L L for laughter because she values laughter. She values a belly laugh. Unrelenting. She's mm-hmm. really good at like sticking to it. And that's part of her personality. Clarity. Her middle name is Claire. It actually means clarity. Mm. But that's what she values. She values clarity in conversation and yearning. The Y can mm. be from yearning because she is constantly yearning to grow deeper in relationship with the Lord and with others. So that's that good. can be a good way of... Keeping kind of keeping track or reminding yourself of their personalities, you can write it down in your Bible or your journal as a reminder of their unique selves. Mm-hmm. Now, if your child is a really long name, you may want to make it shorter. <laughs> I was about to say, maybe a nickname. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if they have a very long. Girl name. number one. Right. I don't
1: <laughs> know. Or George Foreman, who has all his children named George. Yeah, just <laughs> name them all after you. Or <laughs> their so, initials. You could pick their initials. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but the bottom line is this when you get to really know your kids, Not only will it be easier to help them grow closer to to the Lord, Mm -hmm. but when kids and and adults feel they're seen and known, it's fertile soil for connection, Mm -hmm. right? Don't you feel more connected to the people who you feel like really see you and know you and they're like, they give you something, you're like, oh, that person knows me or they take you somewhere and like, oh, that, and you both have done that in my life for sure. You both know me. And Mm. as a result, I have a greater connection with both of you. Mm. Um, It's the absolute best Moms, when that happens in your own home, when these Mm -hmm. girls come into their own home and their own family and they feel seen and known, it is a best case scenario for training up a child in the way they should go. And when they're older, they won't depart from it. It's a best case
1: scenario. Yeah. It really does set them on the way. One of the reasons why, Janet, you've heard me teach on that is because early in my, I guess, professional ministry work, I noticed that behavioral science told us parent-child connection was one of the greatest risk reducers to everything our heart fears the you know early sexual debut the substance abuse mm-hmm. the poor academic performance violence um, unhealthy relationships all that kind of stuff that when there's a connection with mom and dad that those things are dramatically less likely to occur mm-hmm. and when there's connection you see um, positive pro-social, experiences you see academic achievement you see community involvement and contribution all those Mm -hmm. kinds of things and so really um that is what god wants for us he wants Mm -hmm. us to contribute to this world and be stewards of it and part of accomplishing that Mm -hmm. is making your child feel known as god makes us feel known
0: absolutely
2: Yep. As I it turns it. out, mm-hmm. scripture has some great advice for yeah. us about parenting. <laughs> Much better I'm than so those grateful. internet things. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right. Thank right. you. I'm glad we uh, circled back to the scripture there. Yes. Because
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. That was some good stuff, Janet. And I guess Dana, you know, got a nod to you on this one too. I guess. <laughs> she made it her own though. It was her own. <laughs> I, 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 We realized like a couple years ago that it was necessary to have that individual time With our children, um, that that's like one thing that we had to start doing, because by the time they spend umpteen hours in school and get home and we're eating dinner and, you know, we'd have family time at the table and at night before bed. But really having time where each child felt seen was something that was like a, a challenge you know, for me, I was like, you know, you want to make them all feel special, but they're all not into the same things. They're different ages, um, different stages. So um, I started doing date nights with my kids
1: and
0: yeah. it it's actually great. Like now they like look forward to their day. Like it'll be a Tuesday and like now Judah has his date night and he knows when it is. He <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <You laughs> told me a, about
0: you, it. Do the calendar?
2: He goes
1: to McDonald's. He told me what he likes on his cheeseburger. They each
0: have their places. One is Starbucks, (laughs) one is Dunkin' Donuts, Mm -hmm. and one is uh, McDonald's. How often do
1: you do that? uh,
0: Once a month. Once a month. So, yep, first, second, and third Tuesdays. That's all it takes for them to feel really connected. And that's it. I mean, and, like, we go out for maybe an hour, you know, and then we come home and, you know, we're with the rest of the family. But during that time, they can talk about everything. They can talk about, you know, crazy school things going on. Or they can ask questions that, you know, they... They might not have felt they had a chance to ask when, you know, we're sitting there as a family or, you know, going through the hustle and bustle of life. So it's it's been great. Um, And that's just something that that's helped us. That mom that
1: mom daughter date thing is something that's. Like the True Girl Ministry is really founded on. In fact, oh, we have yeah. three books that are full of, "Hey, this is the date. This is the the Bible verse. This is the mm-hmm. topic," and it just kind of helps you have some structure if you're like yeah. I'm not sure how to do that. So it would be meaningful or connecting. We have the resources to... that help with that. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I just spoke to a mom yesterday who. I really did, had, did a cool thing because she values connection. Her name's Megan Brown. Mm-hmm. She's an author with Moody Publishers. She's written a Bible study on Esther, but she's also a military wife who is establishing other military wives as what she calls missionaries for the 1.8 million women whose lives are completely chaotic as a result of where God's planted them. I mean, mm-hmm. these military women mm-hmm. have really rough lives. Yes. Like you just, you know, your husband's here for six months, maybe, mm-hmm. and maybe not. Uh, Mm -hmm. And so she's a full-time work-from-home mom, super cool, amazing woman of God, and she has four kids. Wow. They're between the ages of, I think she told me, 7 and 14. Well, her kids communicated to her that they didn't feel connected to her, that she was never around. That's what they were saying. You're never around. You're never (laughs) around. Well, she's a full-time work-at-home mom. Right, right. So she is there, but um, she had a desire for her family to really feel the connection, for her kids to really feel the connection. Mm. So the Holy Spirit prompted her to move her cute little, she said, I have a beautiful little house and my Mm. office was so cool. And my husband helped me paint it. And it was absolutely Mm. everything I dreamed it would be. But when my kids said, I'm never around, I moved my office into the breakfast nook. Wow. And now my kids... Feel like I'm there. Her kids have full-time access to her. Even when she's like on a Zoom meeting, like yesterday, I saw one of her kids walk in and she made kind of, eye, you know how we can like mm-hmm. make eye contact mm-hmm. and tell our kids something? Yeah. She did that. And, <laughs> yes, um, the mother eyes. But she, uh, she was being responsive <laughs> to the Holy Spirit yeah. mm-hmm. when he said, I know you love this little office cave of yours, but mm. your job is to be connected to the kids and they don't feel that right now. I just, I was mm. really inspired by that. It made me think... Mm. Does my husband feel connected? Do my kids feel connected, even though I'm at a different stage of life? Do my mm. grandkids feel connected? It just reminded me that the Holy Spirit will guide you and train mm-hmm. you and teach you if you feel like, I'm not sure how to do this. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: I'm not sure how to do this. And also, like, for moms, you know, even getting to the place where it's like, well, what about me, Lord? Like, them just having full access to me all the time. I, You know, I, I need some quiet time or you know, a private space. and how God even just speaks to that. like he spoke to that for her. So, yeah. I think that's
2: that's the key, right? That's a great thing about like him. that was what Megan Brown needed to do mm-hmm. with her kids. And a yeah. mom, he might be like, no, don't you dare put your desk right. in the breakfast nook. I'm yeah. not going to get any work
1: done. Or right. you might hurt your yeah. children. <laughs> no.
2: Your family is not ready for a breakfast nook office. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, exactly.
1: So true. But Everybody here's is. something else
2: you can do. You know, he, right. he's, he's exactly. always working with us. I think mm-hmm. some tools I've really loved over the years, too, specifically that I can think of, and you've likely heard of it. It's been on the bestseller list for what? Centuries. Mm. <laughs> the five love oh, languages. Yeah, It's mm-hmm. really helpful. Um, whether you're into that kind of thing or not, it's really helpful. I've looked at my kids as I get older. I think it's maybe harder to tell when they're younger. Now, Judah's act, uh, physical touch love language Actually, is very, very All three very clear. of mine are. All That's... three of them. <laughs> but the love languages: words, acts of service, physical touch, quality time, and gifts. Mm-hmm. And it really does help. And it helps, too, because like Christmas morning, I know if I give uh, one kid a gift, it's really going to like— they're just going to be like... Oh.
1: Mm-hmm. But
2: my other kid, whose thing is quality time, instead of giving her a gift, I said, hey, you're not going to take a whole day and we're doing coffee and thrifting oh, all day awesome. and she's like yes because <laughs> that's, so. that's her thing yeah. mm-hmm. and it sets me up because I'm I'm a gift giving kind of I love to give gifts yeah. mm-hmm. and so it sets me up for like not feeling like wah, wah. Right. want to give them a gift <laughs> and they don't really care that much yeah. <laughs> but the five love languages have been really helpful there's ones for like everybody mm-hmm. in the world if you go to their website also um, we have a mutual friend Kim Michelle she's a count- licensed counselor and she is getting um, certified in the four temperaments mm-hmm. and her friend wrote this great resource I said this You heard that. Mm -hmm. yeah. And Kim came to our house the other month, and she sat down with her family and went through all the four temperaments with us, me and uh, my husband and my two youngest children. And my son Jack was like, I feel like she was reading my mind. Like, she described me perfectly, and it really helped us understand our daughter Eve, especially because she's still working on kind of verbalizing what she thinks and feels and enjoys. You know, as she's an adopted Mm -hmm. kid and still working on some things. And so it really helped us and helped her feel like, oh— I'm, Mm. you know, I'm okay. I'm just, just So those are two really great resources um,
1: that I've really enjoyed for getting Mm. to know my kids. So good. And God will direct you how you Mm -hmm. need to do that. One of the things God's put on my heart and it took me months for each of them, but was to pick out a scripture verse to pray over them their whole Mm -hmm. life long. Mm -hmm. And, um, it, that was a matter of like searching their hearts and searching the scripture and the heart of God until I found one that I was like, oh, yeah, this is theirs. And I still right. pray mm-hmm. the one I prayed for them when they were little now that they're young adult children. But right. that was just an mm-hmm. exercise in knowing them. Yeah, yeah that's, that's praying which, into the promise. Yeah, like we talked about a little promise. earlier,
2: yes. I've, I've done the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. I think, you know, the big takeaway here, moms, if you're when you're listening to all this and you're like, okay. The big takeaway is you are equipped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're equipped for this. And God will help you just lean in and ask him, yeah. Lord, tell me about my kid. Mm-hmm. Show me about my kid. And he will come to your aid. He'll come to your yeah. side and he will do this with you.
0: He sure will.
2: Join us next month on the True Girl Momcast as Shani drops some serious
1: truth about sharing our stories with our daughters. Hey, do you know what your child saw online last week? You should probably be able to say yes to that because there's a growing pornography problem among tweens with the average age of the first view being 11 or 12 years old. That's average, my friend. There's a dangerous industry targeting our children.
2: That's right, Dana. Listeners, join us for not one, but two online workshops we have in March, both to help you with the problem of pornography. Let me tell you about the first one. So Common Sense Media, they're a trusted resource for many parents. They just released the results of a survey they conducted of over 1,300 teenagers and their experience with pornography. Did you know over half of the teens who have viewed pornography online found it accidentally? Moms, this is a problem. On March 2nd, join me, Bob and Dana Gresh, and special guest Chris McKenna of Protect Young Eyes for an online event, How to Talk to Your Kids About Pornography. This event will be live streamed and you'll receive a recording of it the very next day. You don't want to miss it. Get some friends together, watch it. It'll be a great resource for you as your kids get older and maybe where your kid is at right now. Register today for a gift of any amount at the link in our bio.
1: Yeah, and mark your calendar for you and your husband to join me and Bob on March 20th. I got to be honest with you, our marriage has been rocked by pornography and lust, but we discovered that Jesus is the rock even in the midst of hardest times. And we know we're not alone. 60 to 70% of men in the church could be considered sex addicts due to their unstoppable porn use. And I just have to ask, is your marriage being impacted? Listen, you cannot expect your kids to live porn-free if your marriage is suffering from it. So I wrote a book to help you. Happily Even After, let God redeem your marriage. You can get a copy wherever books are sold. And on March 20th, Our marriage counselor, Pete Kuyper of Crossroads Counseling of the Rockies, will be providing you with free advice and understanding to overcome the problem of porn together. Bob and I will share some of our story and encourage you because you can live happily even after. Again, that date is March 20th. Mark your calendar and watch for details in your inbox.
2: So to recap, there's two events in March. We have March 2nd, which is a parenting workshop, how to talk to your kids about pornography. And March 20th is an event with Bob and Dana Gresh and Pete Kuyper for married couples. You don't want to miss either of them. Keep your eyes peeled for more info about that and check out the links in our show notes.
0: Hey, I got a question. When was the last time you slowed down and just told your kids, look what God's done in my life? Or how about this? Have you shared the story of how you came to know Jesus with your daughter? Mom, it is our responsibility as mothers to tell the next generation about all God has done historically and in our own lives. But sometimes that gets squeezed out, and we don't do it. Well, the new and very neon True Girl glow-and-tell box will create the space and provide the resources for you to have meaningful connection time with your daughter while you tell her what God has done in your life. In addition to the monthly devos, mom-daughter date, memory verse cards, and the coloring meditation page, I've written a Glow and Tell generational journal. And you and your girl can pass it back and forth or just sit down together and fill it in as you reminisce and give God glory. Then you'll have the chance to ask other women in your family about their stories, using some prompts from our Glow and Tell generational conversation cards. The Glow and Tell box also includes a vintage roller skate charm to add to your daughter's charm bracelet, a True Girl Rubik's Cube, glow-in-the-dark Neato, a light-up True Girl pen, and you'll get a kick out of this trip down memory lane, pop rocks, and pixie sticks. I love this box. And you will, too. Subscribe today, because we'll ship the True Girl Glow and Tell box mid-month while supplies last. Go to
1: mytruegirlcom slash subscription.